Hello and welcome to the Foreign Influence Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Nikolai. And we are here this week, uh, still here in sunny Singapore, still on lockdown, uh, but thinking about, as we have to do every week, practically nothing but COVID. But, but this week, I'm really resisting the urge uh. to, to inject myself oh, oh, yeah. with cleaning products. Yeah, you should just, well, have you been eating Tide Pods? <laughs> you have to work up to the dental, you know, you have to, so you start with, Oh, is that it? Yeah, that's it. You start with the Tide Pods. You do that for about a year or so. That's really the, that's where you get your inner, inner core strength, right? It's, that's where you train the stomach and the whole. <laughs> to resist <laughs> the poisons. Yeah. Well, if, you've so if, you, that, like, if you're if somehow you're, unaware of what we're talking about, uh, President Trump in a recent uh, press briefing uh, in fact, you know what? Let me play the tape. It's not that long. Here, let oh, me yeah. play the tape. Do it. So, supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light, and I think you said that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that, too. Sounds interesting. We'll the right, folks who right, and then I see the disinfectant, where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs, and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it would be interesting to check that. So that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds, it sounds interesting to me. So we'll see, but the whole concept of the light, the way it kills it in one minute, that's, uh, that's pretty powerful. Okay, so as you can hear, to me, pretty clearly in there, oh. he's proposing injecting cleaning fluids, as well as the sunlight thing. I'd like to know to, how to I'm supposed to get the light inside of my body. Um, <laughs> he didn't specify well, up or down. or well, sir, there I, uh, is there? Will there be a device? Who's going to build it? Uh, well, how are you feeling today? Whether the up or down? I mean, I know. <laughs> how sick are you? How desperate are you to get better? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this is. Uh, by the way, he claims now that that was all sarcasm aimed at the reporters in the room. Huh. That's a very, su- very subtle form of sarcasm. He's very subtle. Yeah, yeah. So subtle as it's complete bullshit. Stable genius. Sound, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Stable genius. Isn't it scary, though, that, that this is supposedly the leader of the, well, I mean, uh, previous generations of presidents. They were seen as the leader of the free world. <laughs> that was a fake. Uh, but this guy is somehow aspires to, to be that, right? And this is yeah. the kind of stuff he says on a daily basis. I don't even know what to say about it. It's, it's beyond sad. I, I, I think it's very sad because it sends, a, it sends a very, very dangerous message to a whole generation of young people. Like the truth is unimportant, mm. right? You can just say whatever you want. That that intelligence is completely overrated, and you know you can you can just do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want as long as you hedge it with, "Hey, I'm no expert." Yeah, I just right? you know, I just I'm just saying stuff. Yeah, I can spew whatever I want. Yeah, even though people are relying on me for solid information. So you know, when you go into your doctor, it's just I don't know. I, I'm just going to give you a bunch of shit, but uh, you know. I don't know. It's just my opinion. Still, you know, I, I, I mean, I keep coming back to this, but it's, it's, it's almost inspiring, right? 
Like anyone can become the president of the United well, States of America. Like <laughs> so we've always said in the United States, anyone can become president. Yeah, there you go. It's democracy. And it work. is it is proven. Democracy at its very finest. Yeah, or something. It's like democracy that. at work. You lost me at its very finest, but it is absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't he lose the popular vote? Uh, yes, isn't that the kicker? Huh. <laughs> yeah, just just to remind everybody of that, he did not win the popular vote by right. uh, what a couple million votes. Um, yeah, just a couple of million. But he didn't win the electoral college. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know the. Uh, you know I don't want to leave this treatments thing. For just a second, because this is kind of the second famous episode with Trump. The other one was hydroxychloroquine, which yeah. he promoted for a while. A combination of hydroxychloroquine and antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that was would be the secret. And um, you and I were just talking a little bit ago. That actually has origins in France with a French researcher, right? Yeah, a French uh, researcher, one of the top uh, academic hospitals in, in the south of France, in Marseille. Uh, who was recommending this like as a as a sort of a triage drug, saying, "Well, okay, so we're treating people here. We've no way to treat them; they're dying. Uh, we know that this drug might work on paper; it might have some positive effect, right? It's been used for malaria, malaria, I think. Yes, uh, and massively pres- prescribed throughout the world. Like the side effects, pretty well known, S- appears to be safe. L- so let's try it, right? We're trying it. We did the small pilot study." All right, it's not a double-blind, uh, randomized clinical trial, right? As, as one should really do, but you know, it seems to be it seems to be safe to use. So let's give it a try, and it seemed perfectly reasonable to me, especially since the guy promoting it was knowledgeable and and and, and very a very reputable researcher in this field, like one of the most important researchers. Um, so, hey, you know, that sounded perfectly fine, but that got translated like in the craziest way in the U.S. context. It was just crazy. Well, that's what we do. Crazy. Like it, like it, it got turned into, into a, in, into a circus show with Trump. Yeah. And then people were, were yeah. hailing it as a miracle drug that, 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 that somehow gave it to them. It is completely crazy. Yeah. And there, well, and there was the but, one yeah. unfortunate. Just people self-medicating <laughs> yes they took a drug that is uh, that had a similar name maybe somehow related but it's used to clean fish tanks you know I, i'm not <laughs> come on and <laughs> i'm not making that up come on but still you know if but is he responsible for yeah, that he is think? responsible for that because he's been taking money away from education that's one right <laughs> oh, okay. no, seriously right Girl. these people were in their 50s though the stupid had already settled in yeah, still, I don't know. Lifelong learning? I don't know. Anyway, but... <laughs> shit. Well, they learned. They learned. Well, Darwin. Um, no, but it's, yeah, I mean, well. obviously horrible, right? But but as as, yeah. as the president of the United States, you have a responsibility. You shouldn't be telling people. Yeah. I mean, That's cra- I crazy stuff. Like saying that, 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 that injecting disinfectant into your body <laughs> might be a good way to treat COVID-19. Have you comp- yeah. Like, if you compare this to other world leaders right it's just it's 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 disgraceful it's it's i don't understand how you how how you how as an american you're not ashamed every morning right that oh sure i'm ashamed it's unbelievable yeah yeah, unbelievable i mean roughly half of americans are not ashamed and 
<laughs> half R. Although, you know, I have to say that this particular one felt different. I'm not going to say that this is going to decide the election, but this one felt different where basically everybody was like, what the fuck just uh, happened well, here? Have you looked at And you come back on sarcasm. <sighs> what? What on Twitter? Everybody's denying it. Like, apparently it never happened. Apparently it's like, no, that's not what he said. Right? Oh. <laughs> he he well, was I can, asking a yeah. medical professional whether it would be a good idea. He was just asking questions. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Deborah Burks, who's one of his medical advisors, went on later and said, well, this is just how he thinks through things. He yeah, just clearly he likes to talk. <laughs> he just, like, he opens his mouth, words come out, right? Yada, 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 yada. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. It's like verbal diarrhea. You know, which in some ways, look, let's take it as he's not a particularly smart guy or I, I personally just think he's so ridiculously narcissistic and incurious that he doesn't ever learn much beyond what affects him. But I think he's pretty dumb. You can, he's probably pretty dumb. As I mean, so the polls are somewhere between hopelessly narcissistic and dumb. No, you can be both. <laughs> There's no, no, I'm, they're not mutually exclusive. I'm willing to put my <laughs> reputation as a clinical psychologist on the line if I say that he's not the brightest bulb. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, okay. So, all right, I, I'll, I'll grant you that for the sake of argument. How's all right. that? All right, all right. <laughs> but you can see him not in front of the cameras. Working with his medical experts saying, is it crazy to think that we can somehow translate disinfectant into humans? And giving the opportunities for his medical professionals to say, no, you dumb fuck. You cannot possibly do that. But he did it in front of the cameras. Unbelievable. This guy's still alive. And then he dresses himself. Morning, <laughs> he gets dressed up on his own. It's, right? it's unbelievable, right? It's, yeah. uh, it's, but I, it does feel, no, no, no. You know, I think what you're seeing on Twitter, it does feel different. More people, I think, chiming in in different yeah. places just besides Twitter. Yeah. And even on Fox News ran basically a kind of a straight, had a straight article one time that I saw where it was like, yeah, the, the, okay, here's what he said. And um, he says later that it was sarcasm. End right. of article. <laughs> That's a pretty good, <laughs> so, pretty good write up. Well, what I what I found even what I found even more worrying, but nobody picked up on it apparently. That well, was it like a week ago? He said that the U.S. had by far the best response to COVID nineteen yeah. and the best statistics, bar perhaps Germany. Whereas it's one of yeah. the worst, <laughs> and, yeah. and it's just everybody knows it, right? And then he just goes on this press conference and says, "Yeah, actually, we're we're handling this fantastically great." We're, well, the statistic that he manipulates all the time. <laughs> the statistic he manipulates all the time is most testing. And it's, no, it's most testing per some measure of capita. Most testing per 100,000, per million. And we're way behind, like nowhere near close to anybody on that. The king of that, I think, is still South Korea, who has done the yeah. most testing per million yeah, yeah, yeah. people. Uh, and they're the ones with one of the best responses. Well, and here in Singapore, every we're testing everyone as far as, I, as far as I can as far as I can tell by the way that's maybe something that's interesting um, to talk about I was thinking about that you know we have the situation here in Singapore with uh, foreign workers who are basically isolated living in dormitories all you know in pretty close quarters 
And they're testing all of these foreign workers, as far as I can tell. Uh, so the numbers are going up pretty quickly, right? Also mm -hmm. because they're testing everyone, and, and and most of these people are completely asymptomatic. But I've, but there's quite a few of them. I think there's like fifty thousand in quarantine right now. Uh, well, perhaps more. Depending on how far you choose to go, if you go with the entire. Uh, segment of the foreign worker population right. we're talking about, you could get up to 200,000 people. Yeah, two or 300,000 people, right? So, but that's, a, that's mm -hmm. actually a pretty good um, data set to learn more about yeah. the real infection rates in the general population worldwide, right? Yeah, actually. Like if you, yeah, yeah. And especially and, in the kind of conditions that you're going to see replicated in third world and poorer countries. Um, yeah, well, I think they're 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 social distancing them now as as much as possible. Now so I think are. it would be a good simulation of an of of an outbreak in a community with social distancing measures applied subsequently in a less than mm. perfect manner, right? So I think it would be sort of a, a great simulation to get a better better grip on what the real real mortality rate is, how many what percentage of the population really gets infected over time. So I'm uh, I'm curious to see how that's going to end up, what the data is going to look like. Well, as long as they take sufficient care of them while they're going through this outbreak, which mm -hmm. they say they are, and um, there's been a heavy charitable response here in yeah, Singapore absolutely. as well. Yeah, yeah. People are really stepping um, up. And companies are really yeah. stepping up. I saw the Procter & Gamble is, uh, is delivering uh, like uh, care packages. Yeah, so yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. They're doing what they can. Yeah, but it is tough. I was just looking at the numbers. Um, we were at 1,000 cases here in Singapore on April 1st. It was symbolic. It hit the nice round number of 1,000. And as of when we're recording this right now, it's at like 13,000. Yeah, well, that's exponential growth. Huge growth spike. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it goes really fast. It's crazy, right? Yeah, so that's that's been unsettling. And of course, unfortunately, it falls on these low-income workers. Uh, it's It's really tragic and we're hoping that the numbers start to come down very quickly and they get the care they need and hopefully as you say get some data on how it affects really quite a large sample set yeah absolutely use. yeah 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 absolutely you know speaking of data that's coming in we had the who warn that uh don't think that you'll be immune to this after you recover yeah it's interesting because i I've, I've been looking at the research into immunity and that kind of stuff. And, and that, that has been pretty clear. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, so I think it was just like a formal statement saying there is no evidence so far that going through COVID-19 leads to immunity per se. Right. Uh, and of course, uh, absence of evidence is not proof. Right. Yeah. Of it. Yeah, exactly. But people seem to be taking right. that's the, the wrong way. Like that's robbing a lot of people the wrong way that they're saying there is no evidence, but that's actually the right thing to say. Oh, rubbing them the wrong way in what way? What do you mean? Well, I think people are having a, a, a hard time interpreting the scientific way of looking at things, right? Hmm. It's the best thing to say to, that there's no evidence. But they're like, oh, there's no evidence, but you know, they're not saying that it's the case or that's not the case. Or, you know, they're not. Well, you're saying the reaction is people are like, oh, it's hopeless. Or yeah, it's wait, like what the, have you seen? Yeah, it seems to me that they're having a hard time with the, with the lack of absolutes and Mm. In, in the way that the scientific communicating um, community is communicating about all of this, and the WHO yeah. in, in, in particular, right? But which is normal from a scientific point of view. 
but very right. um, frustrating, I guess, uh, for a lot of people. Well, for me, I took it as just another data point in my pet theory that um, yeah. all of these efforts on, uh, there's been so much focus on, we have to have massive testing, like you and I have already talked about today. And we have to have massive tracing, and at least in the context of the U.S., I don't see us ever getting going with massive testing and tracing. So for me, it's all about hospital capacity. Mm. Because the whole point of all of this, of all the social distancing and all of this reaction so far, has been to make sure that we don't overwhelm hospital systems. And so we just need to make sure our hospital systems can handle it. And then that's what gives us this flexibility and room to do the things that we need to do to, frankly, to balance the health impacts with the economic impacts. And not just temporary field hospitals, right? So we're ramping up capacity right now with a lot of temporary field hospitals just to uh, to survive surge, basically, to, to ramp up surge capacity. But in a, yeah, we need much more capacity in, in the long term, right? Because it doesn't appear to be the case that this, I mean, this isn't going away anytime soon. Despite, seem like despite what Trump says about summer and <laughs> yeah, it's all just going to go away over summer. We only touched on the light, but also in the light thing was um, heat and humidity. Oh, yeah. Would, but, but there was a paper that came out or, or a press conference. There was there a press conference or a statement, not by the CDC, but by... It was some preliminary research that the Department of Homeland Security had done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying that apparently heat and humidity has an amazing effect on the virus, that it just kills the virus. Which, hey, hey, it might. Maybe. It might. Maybe, it might. Yeah. maybe it slows it down a little bit. Hey. But sitting here in Singapore. That, right? We have plenty of data on that. <laughs> I, I'm not sure why you would need to do research. You can just, you can just count, right? There, right? There's a whole part of the world where it's always warm and humid. I don't... And we're all in lockdown. So I, I feel like it. I'm sitting there, right? <laughs> I, I don't get. No, seriously, I don't get what they're saying. I don't. I don't get what they're trying yeah. to do. Is it all just political? Are they just trying to 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 justify the fact that Trump keeps hammering on about that? Is it just to make him seem more credible? Well, he's very concerned about his reelection, and he knows that this is blowing up or damaging his chances at reelection. And he, yeah, he wants to present hope. He wants to present solutions. He's grasping at straws, right? And this Department of Homeland Security, he asked the guy to present it at this same press conference where he asked people to, where he speculated about the injecting of cleaning products. He, he had this guy present on this. And they, these were data research that it's like, look, don't vet this stuff out in the open. Put this together as part of a plan or figure out whether it's going to work. Yeah. And yes, as you just pointed out, look at anywhere on the equator. Or near the equator. It's crazy. Where, I promise you, we have sunlight, and we have heat, and we have humidity. Is there humidity in and Singapore, Bill? I'm not sure. God. I don't know. I was too busy wiping myself down, having walked to the mailbox and back. Yeah, I mean. It's, to, it's, to take the time to figure it out. Well, I, I get where he's coming from, right? There's a seasonality to, for example, the influenza, right? There's a there's a non-seasonality to it. That's, that's not just explained by temperature and humidity it's not quite clear what causes right. seasonality it's 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 apparently more more complex than that and i think people yes, are saying that, that it's reasonable to expect some sort of seasonality to to covid-19 as well but i don't think anyone's suggesting that it's going to go away over summer 
Right? right. That's crazy. But rather than focus on fake reassurance, perhaps he should focus on real leadership. I think that would that would be much more beneficial to his reelection. Right. So this would be the theory, right? Just focus on real leadership. Maybe take right. a page out of, I don't know, some of the European leaders' playbook. Or maybe your uh, your neighbors up north, right? Oh, yeah. Canadians? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we hate the Canadians, man. Oh. You know, the Canadians, they prove that you can have nice things on the North American continent. And you compare that to the U.S. and, and Mexico and it just pisses us off. Yeah, just... Oh. It's just the worst. And have Canadians. to wait in line for the free healthcare. <laughs> just nice and say sorry. And it, it just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, who would you say is the leader that's doing the best job? Boris Johnson in, in Europe? Boris Johnson, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not at his back. I think Merkel's doing a great job. I think Germany is. The oh, she did have a good yeah. soundbite yeah. the other day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very, very down to earth, very, very scientific, very very accurate in the way she describes things. Uh, mm -hmm. I think the Netherlands overall is also doing a pretty good job. I think our, our prime minister uh, is doing a good job. Like uh, I, I watched the press conference the other day. He was being bombarded by just the, the stupidest questions. Like one hour of, of one, one journalist after the other just hammering him with the same question like 10 times in a row because he didn't give the answer that they were, that, that they were hoping for. And uh, he kept his calm, and he kept saying the same thing. And he, he's very approachable, like in the way he, that he presents himself. Mm. And he's very, yeah, you know, it's very Dutch. And uh, I think he's doing a pretty good job. Uh, France, uh, Emmanuel Macron is doing a horrible job, I think. Oh, really? Huh. Mostly communication-wise, like it, they have sort of an. Well, maybe it doesn't jive very well with me personally, perhaps. Uh, but that's like sort of the Latin style, right? Where there's one strong leader that goes on television to present what's going to happen and the solutions that he will roll out to save everybody. It's just, a, yeah, it's, I don't like that. <laughs> it, gra <laughs> it grates. Uh, yeah. Against yeah, the yeah. freewheeling uh, Dutch sensibility. Yeah, it's like, dude, get off your high horse and just, you know, talk like a normal human being, right? You know, one thing I got to mention, though, is we're talking about various world responses. A headline that drives me bonkers, and I see it all the time, is that the U.S. has had the worst response worldwide. Yeah, that's not true. And it drives me <laughs> bonkers because it's like, do you trust anything out of China? Also, have Come you, on. Yeah, like Africa, like, <laughs> just, <laughs> well, nothing. Or, <laughs> Come on. Indonesia yeah. tried forever to avoid responding in any way. Yeah. Look, Indonesia no, was just for the longest time. Trust. Like, there's no COVID here. Like, I, come I on. Right. There's plenty of countries no, in Asia. No, they said Allah would protect them. I have nothing to say about that, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, especially during Ramadan. But um, no, you cannot. You cannot. Y yes, there you go. You cannot trust Ramadan Mubarak, everybody. Yes. Ramadan Mubarak. You cannot. Uh, trust the numbers the the death rates or the case numbers out of china so you cannot put up these headlines i don't think saying no, no. u.s worst in the world except yeah, but, china but, i'd accept that but when those people say world they don't really mean world right they, they mean the small set of countries that we care about mm. <laughs> right so, yeah so it's maybe yes. like i don't know a third of the world or 20 percent of the world yeah, and yeah. out of those countries, at most the G twenty, right? He's not doing no, the best job. China. 
He's definitely not doing the best job. <laughs> yeah. But hey, they're Sweden. Hold, just wait for it. They're Sweden. Well, Sweden's okay. become famous because it has chosen not to lock down and basically keep all of life going the way it had been. Well, actually, I think it looks a lot like the some of the U.S. response. I think they're they're in partial lockdown, more or less. They're 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 telling mm. people that if if they're vulnerable, they should probably stay home. But you know, they're not forcing them to stay home. They're pretty level-headed about it. Uh, so I watched an interview with their former head of healthcare. I think I'm not sure who was involved in in the rollout of this policy, and uh, was basically he was very level-headed about it. He was saying, "All right, so there's no way we can stop it, right? If we lock down, we're not sure how we're ever going to get out of it. If we apply a full lockdown, we don't think there's anything we can do. We think that two years from now, everyone's going to have the same numbers." We tried to wow. protect the vulnerable, like the, the the old people, basically, and we failed. <laughs> so we messed oh, up. Jeez. Yeah, it was like yes, we failed. We tried, we failed. It didn't really work out. So we have many deaths there. And but uh, I think it's all gonna it's it's all gonna work out equally well as for the other countries. So let's just see one or two years from now what the world looks like. Wow, hey. very fatalistic. Is that a very Swedish trait to be that fatalistic about it? Oh, yeah. Him? You should watch the interview. Like, he hardly says anything. He's like, it's like, yeah. At one point, he said, yeah, no, there's a lot of people that are dying now that we're going to die anyway. So, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. Like, huh. <laughs> so maybe, maybe they died a couple of months earlier. That's not very cool, I guess. But, you know. Wow. So, See, hey. Okay, so here's what cracks me up about that. Sweden is one of these epitome Nordic countries of the... Mm socialist left but that is sounds like a downright american libertarian thing to say mm, i don't know it doesn't have the same texture <laughs> it's a little bit <laughs> it's, 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 it's spongy so, but with a <laughs> yeah it seems so well thought out i don't know it's like it seems, <laughs> it's also, and this guy he really seems to know what he seems to know what he was talking about. I don't know. Well, I, all right, I withdraw the comparison because it's clearly making you uncomfortable. Yeah, gosh, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there are well, we'll dig up that video. They're, it's they're, the one you sent me the other day, right? Yeah, yeah. But they're, yeah, they're yeah, we'll, super we'll pragmatic people. They're just super, super pragmatic. They just go, well, you yeah. know, we'll stay inside. We'll try not to go anyway. It's 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 not like sweet yeah. mingle. You know, like they get, they enjoy being close to one another. Like they stay just pretty far. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I, I haven't been there in a while. I don't know what's what life there's, what life there's like now. I have no idea if if, if it's completely crazy or if it makes sense in, in their context. Yeah. But I've been to New York and I've been to San Francisco and I've been to Las Vegas. And I can tell you this: like opening Las Vegas and opening the casinos sounds crazy to me. I. But did you hear the way she described it? You'd yeah, yeah. This. Like, like she. We refused. want to. Be she. Re it took her. It took. It, I saw an interview with her where it took the journalist like ten minutes to to get her to say that she wanted to reopen the casinos. <laughs> but she said that she wants them to be like a control group mm. about what no no protections look like. Great. Yeah. That's, wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm just gonna. I. I, I I'm just volunteering. <laughs> my, but it's downright scientific. My city. Like, wow, okay. Well, yep. I'm glad someone stepped forward to, Why not? you know, is, is, to is, drink the cleaning fluid and see if it works. Is this opt-in only or? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. What goes in Vegas, well, hopefully stays in Vegas. We wow. simply uh, no. 
at some point she was saying that people would come to Vegas because of, uh, you know, he, the interview was saying, the journalist was saying something like along the lines, yeah, but if you don't open the casino, do you want to open the casinos? Well, you know, I want, I want economic activity to, I want people to come to Vegas. Yeah. But you want to open the casinos, right? Otherwise no one's going to come to Vegas. Well, that's not true. People are going to come to Vegas because they love the city. No, they won't. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody loves Vegas. <laughs> It is the gateway to the Grand Canyon, though. Yep. I, I think that's where you stay when you're getting to the Grand Canyon. So Yeah, you take a left at the Pussy Ranch. <laughs> true true <laughs> story. It. You take a left at the Pussy Ranch. Well, that's what I was thinking, that they're not only coming for the casinos, they're coming Straight for line. the strippers. Straight line. At some point, you get to the Pussy Ranch, you take a left through <laughs> Death Valley. And then, I, and then I, on to the road to, Grand Can- to the Grand Canyon. I'm not inventing this. It's just that's... That's how you get. Yeah, I mean, it's Sin City. Yeah, look into it. Look into it. Okay, Google it. Huh? <laughs> Google it. <laughs> hey, is there anything else going on in the world? There just was so much COVID that we had to get off our chest. There's a world gone. I don't know. Yeah, I suppose I, the only other thing I'll just mention it briefly is just uh, in this time of crisis, people are using it to gin up other crises. So uh, China has been pulling some moves to crack down further on Hong Kong. Uh, there have been some aggressive moves near Taiwan. China went out of its way to exclude Taiwan from the WHO again, uh, even though Taiwan is down to like zero cases per day, although they did have something flare up in their military, but they've had an incredibly successful response too. Um, oh, and just, it's hard to avoid it. And then Trump apparently told our ships in the Middle East that they could attack the Iranians. So oh look, yeah. These other geo, yeah, yeah. So these other geopolitical things are floating around out there. News you might have missed, um, huh. and as we've talked about many times on this show, I view Hong Kong as the front lines for what 21st century freedom will look like, uh, because China is an authoritarian regime, and yep. um, if they're able to allegedly. bust the chops, yeah, right, allegedly, and if they're able to allegedly bust the chops of Hong Kong, then doesn't bode well yeah it does not so, bode well well this is a good those time are things to do it, i've seen right right nobody will pick right. up on it nobody will care right i'm guessing yes, everybody's got bigger things to worry about you gotta say i've been i've been tuning out man the world news i've been i've been i've been trying to live a uh, a i've i've been living on a covid19 diet like trying to really ration my news intake yeah. otherwise you get sucked into it right it's like a black hole right now you get sucked into 24-hour covid Yes. So, yeah. Trying to avoid that. This is what usually brings us to the good news. Oh, the good news. Yeah. Where, where we, and I, I'm trying to think what good news I might have. I only kind of have uh, one step removed good news, which is uh, John Krasinski apparently has started, uh, he's the actor, has started a web series out of his home. And um, one of the prominent features of it is the good news. Oh, so, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, the Good News Network, yeah. right? Or something uh, along those Something like that. And people are replicating. So he should have given us credit. We were doing this months ago. Months ago. Months ago. Well, let me read off a couple of Good News tweets, which I hope... Oh, you've got some. Good. Yeah, Let's have them. Which I hope will not be about COVID. So I'm going to read this from the Good News Network on Twitter. Ah, All for right. the first time in 240 years, white-tailed eagle spotted flying over England. 
they're coming for us. I don't see how this is good news. Well, yeah, I mean, this is nature reclaiming. <laughs> okay. So, so, so glad nature isn't reclaiming Singapore. There's nothing good out there for us. It would eat us alive. Because I can't take out those lizards, man. <laughs> White tigers, boa constrictors. Like, oh my gosh. Let's see, what else is there? Mom has been bringing joy to neighbors by drawing amusing chalk cartoons on her sidewalk. Celebrating vandalism. That's good news now. Wow, I got this is... <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got one more try here. Oh, my God. Man discovers new calling after building incredible video arcade for his son during lockdown. Huh, I like it. Okay. All right, we'll yeah. go with that. Wow, sure. so much privilege. Wow, great. Yeah, I love it. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> so much good news. Love it. All right. Well, this has been fun. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will talk to all of you soon. You take care over there, Nikolai. We didn't mention it, but we are still on video chat. We didn't have it any other way. We are social distancing. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay the fuck at home and talk soon, people. (laughs) 